Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. with Wings Productions, with the support of Whimsical Productions and Collected Sounds Presents, Episode 26 of The Skylark Bell. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. In our last episode, Magpie and Lucas found out that Farfalla had passed away, and left Magpie a package with letters and the deed to Meadow Lane and a house in Scotland. In today's episode... We continue the adventure with Chapter 26, Legacy, where Magpie and Lucas make an incredible discovery while packing up Farfalla's things. So get settled in, grab a blanket and a warm drink. We're getting started. The porch of the house is adorned with birdhouses of every shape and size, interspersed with flower pots containing blooms of every color imaginable. Magpie sighs deeply. I can't believe I was afraid of her at first, she says. She had such a hard life, and all she wanted was to surround herself with love, beauty, and happiness. Lucas gives her an understanding squeeze on the shoulder, and they let themselves in the front door. Upon entering, they're surprised to find the house is mostly bare with minimal living room furniture and only a few books in the built-in bookcase. Some plates and cups, along with a few pantry items and the necessary pots, pans, and utensils are the only items to be found in the kitchen. An open box of canning jars sits on a small round table in the corner that serves as a dining area. Toward the back of the house, there's a bedroom with only a bed, nightstand, and dresser. They find no perfume bottles, makeup, jewelry, or anything else that would make the room feel inhabited. Perplexed, they exit the bedroom and stand in the dark hallway facing a closed door, beyond which is the only space they have not yet explored. 
Magpie reaches out and carefully turns the doorknob. The door swings open, and they both gasp at the sight before them. The walls of the room are covered in sketches and notes, each one carefully pinned into the plaster. In the center of the room is a white rocking chair, on the back of which is a green knitted shawl. Magpie recognizes it as the one from her vision of her great-grandmother Elizabeth. She must have given it to Farfalla at some point. Magpie walks into the room and sits in the chair. From this vantage point, she can see that the sketches are in chronological order, starting with Meadow Lane, then Farfalla and Marius in the orchard, then the Skylark Bell, followed by the snowstorm and Meadow Lane falling apart. Magpie's gaze follows the sequence. She sees a sketch of her first encounter with Farfalla at the diner, then of the blackbird dropping a blackberry into her lap on the lawn of the library. There are a few more sketches of Magpie, some with her mother, some with Lucas, another with Farfalla herself. Lucas, do you know what this is? she asks, amazed. The room remains silent. Magpie turns, looking for Lucas, and finds him standing in front of one of the sketches, his back turned to her. She approaches cautiously, already knowing what she will find. It was her that night, he says, stepping back. Magpie can see a sketch, practically identical to her own, of young Lucas sitting in the ditch beside the wreckage of a car, Farfalla standing behind him. But how can that be? What could she possibly have been doing out there so late at night? There are a lot of things I still don't understand but I think she somehow knew the role you had to play in this story and was, in some way, able to bring you comfort in a time of great need, says Magpie. She grabs his hand, and they stand side by side for a while, looking at the sketch. Magpie replays the events of the past few months in her mind and recalls her conversation with Farfalla at the diner, the impossible conversation so many unanswered questions, she muses. But I guess I'm okay with that, for now. Speaking of unanswered questions, says Lucas, there's one more thing. He reaches into his pocket. While I was waiting for you to meet me at the driveway earlier, this blackbird landed on the road and dropped something at my feet. I can't explain it, but I think it came from Farfalla. He opens his palm, and in it sits a small silver ring in the shape of a curled feather. It is identical to the one in Magpie's sketchbook. Suddenly everything about the sketch makes sense. She had drawn the orchard where Marius proposed to Farfalla, and then sketched this ring in the margin. This must be Farfalla's engagement ring, she says. Everything finds its way in time, he whispers, tucking it somberly into her palm. Magpie's hand closes over the ring. She thinks about Farfalla keeping it all these years, about the love she must have felt for Marius and the heartache when he disappeared. 
She recalls walking through the house at Meadow Lane, the pieces of the Shearwater family's life that had been left behind to slowly disintegrate. She hands the ring back to Lucas. I'm not sure why, but I think Farfalla wanted you to have this. You should keep it. Lucas somberly takes the ring and tucks it back into his pocket. Through the open window, a cool fall breeze blows into the room, ruffling the sketches on the surrounding walls. Lucas reaches for the green shawl and wraps it around Magpie's shoulders. It's time, he says simply. Magpie nods quietly, and they circle the room together, carefully taking down each sketch and collecting them in a box. A few minutes later, they are standing in the middle of the room, surrounded by empty walls. For a moment, Magpie's heart feels heavy. A cloud passes in front of the sun, and the whole room is washed in gray. Magpie turns toward Lucas, who smiles warmly at her. He's been by her side this entire time. There's still so much she needs to tell him, but there will be a different time for that. Right now, it's time to step back and enjoy the sights and sounds of the world outside this little house. The cloud moves along and sunlight once again filters through the window. The feeling in the room immediately shifts, the heaviness lifting and giving way to a palpable sense of peace. Lucas grabs the box, and he and Magpie step out of the room into the hallway. As they turn to leave, a gust of wind blows through the window, causing the door of the small room to slam shut. A moment later, footsteps echo in the empty room behind the door. Startled, Magpie and Lucas stare at one another, wide-eyed. Did you hear that? whispers Magpie. Those were definitely footsteps, she says, her voice shaking. Lucas nods, putting a finger to his lips. He leans forward, reaching for the doorknob. Just then, the door swings open on its own, revealing the empty room once again. Magpie and Lucas glance at each other uneasily before stepping through the doorway. Lucas, look, exclaims Magpie, pointing to a sheet of paper laying on the seat of the rocking chair. This wasn't there before, she says, pulling the shawl more tightly around her shoulders as a sudden chill runs through her. Taking a few steps into the room, she reaches for the paper and holds it up. It's another sketch, she says excitedly. It's Meadow Lane, with a full-blooming orchard behind the house, and there's birds flying high above and horses in the meadow. I can even see the Skylark Bell hanging in the upstairs window. And on the front lawn, there's the Shearwater family, all lined up like they're posing for a photograph. Magpie has been so busy studying the sketch, it takes her a moment to realize Lucas has gone completely silent. She looks over the paper at him, her eyebrows furrowed. Lucas, what's wrong? she asks. Lucas is standing completely still, his arms stretched out, pointing to the back of the sketch. 
the color has drained from his face, and his eyes are open wide. Magpie flips the paper over. Scrawled on the back of the page are four words that make her blood run cold. I am not Farfalla. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes Season 1 of the Skylark Bell Podcast. But don't leave just yet. There are surprises in store to tide us over until we return for Season 2 with Wingspan, the next book in the Skylark series. Be sure to subscribe, you don't want to miss a thing. Before I go, I'd like to thank Fate and Starling Publishing for this fantastically eerie story and Canel for composing equally fantastic and eerie music for this podcast. If you enjoyed the story and would like to support my work, you can become a Patreon subscriber to get early access to episodes, MP3 downloads of the original music of the podcast, and so much more. You can also donate to the tip jar via PayPal. All links are available on the website, www theskylarkbell.com You can also leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform. It doesn't cost anything, and it helps give the podcast visibility so other people can discover and enjoy it. As always, I thank you for listening. This has been a wonderful year, and I look forward to sharing many more stories with you. Stay tuned over the next few weeks. I've got lots of surprises in store. Thank you. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.